This is We Need to Talk About Sam, a podcast where a supernatural superfan and a supernatural newbie discuss every single episode of the hit CW show. This week, we will be covering season four, episode three, In the Beginning. I'm Kenzie. I'm Haley. And we need to talk about Sam. Lord, I want this episode the finished this episode Haley was like that was a really good episode so <laughs> it was really good yeah and it's the second one i haven't seen before yeah this is the second brand new episode well it's very be prepared because there's a whole lot more brand new episodes to come <laughs> i know it is and very, it's very exciting, exciting to yeah. not know what happens next for a change mm-hmm. all right so let's dive right into this in our recap we get the events of the pilot um like the opening sp- cold open of the pilot specifically mary's death when we but it's also kind of the the like dream vision that azazel gave to sam where he showed sam how he was fed demon blood as a baby very we're going right back to season one um they also something i don't know if you noticed they okay can i <laughs> fucking email <laughs> i'm getting email notifications like crazy Good God. Okay. I don't know if you noticed this, but they show the moment from home when Mary's ghost tells Sam, I'm sorry. And Sam says, for what? And we don't get an answer. Ah. Uh-huh. Ah. We have our answer. Uh, We also get cast rescuing our Dean from questions. Yes. Um, So our episode begins with Sam sneaking out. At night, while Dean's asleep, to meet up with Ruby, who is driving a really cool car that I think is yellow. <laughs> that's literally the only time we see Sam. This yep, <laughs> that's the entirety of Sam in this episode, so be prepared for a lot of Dean. <laughs> I want to know what kind of car dri- Ruby's driving. I wonder if it shows a, tells us what kind they, of car she what drives. What did they say? Like, they're going to do something or something, right? Sam or Ruby says something like, like are, are you, you ready? ready? And Sam says, definitely. Will we find out what they're doing? I mean, I assume so, but. Oh, huh, this is interesting. Okay. So for starters, um, when Genevieve auditioned for the role of Ruby, the side suggested it was to be a waitress who would be a love interest for Sam at Comic-Con 20 or 2009. Kripke admitted that he did this to stir up fans interesting there um this also says while there is no demon in the real world lore named ruby there is a demon with a similar sounding name in dante's inferno rubicante one of the three 13 members of the malabranche i think that's how you pronounce that who guard the eighth and second deepest circle of hell ironically in terms of ruby from supernatural this is the circle in which the sins of fraud and witchcraft are punished Hmm. huh i wanted to know what kind of car she drives um but i don't think it's gonna tell us so maybe it's in trivia i don't know we'll find out later i guess if it is um but yeah that's the only thing that's that's all we get of sam he sneaks out he gets in we'll we find car. out what they've been doing we find out that they're up to something 
I know, but will we find out? Yes. What, okay. Oh, I heard, well, we find, well, we find out what they've been doing. And I was like, no, we don't. <laughs> I mean, kind of, but she's teaching him some Something. skills of yeah. some sort. Yeah, but. we know some bits, but we don't know all of it. All right. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Um, so, D- Dane. <laughs> Dane. <laughs> That's way too much Miranda. Dane. Dane. Sam and Dane. <laughs> Sam! Dane! <laughs> Literally, I was I was cooking something in the kitchen and Haley was playing Red Dead. This was like a couple days ago. And I was like, I'm starting to talk like Arthur. And she was like, what are you talking about? And now she's like, oh my god, we're starting to talk like Arthur. It's <laughs> funny. Dane. Dane. <laughs> okay. So Dean wakes up from a nightmare um, and he finds Cass creepily sitting on the edge of his bed. <laughs> and Cass turns, looks at him, and goes, what were you dreaming about? Or something like that. Like, okay, Cass. <laughs> Weirdo. <laughs> and then, very unhelpfully, he stop. touches Dean's forehead and says, stop it. <laughs> He's, you have to stop it. Yes. You yeah. have to stop it. And Dean's like, what the fuck? And then he finds himself uh, waking up on a park bench yeah. in Lawrence, Kansas. But he doesn't know that yet. Yeah. With a cop telling him he can't sleep there. Dean goes, where? And the guy goes, anywhere but not here. (laughs) Cop thinks he's like some homeless person. Yeah, yeah. Um, He checks his phone, but isn't getting a signal, even though he's like in the middle of a like downtown area. Um, So he heads to a local diner and... Oh, fun fact. This diner is called Jaybirds, and it's Uh named... I learned this from the... um, the companion. I got the companions for the first seven seasons because that's all there are. Um, Jaybird's Diner is named after Jay Robbins Supernatural's caterer. His nickname is Jaybird, says graphic designer, or says a graphic designer. We took photos of him in the diner and put them up in the diner set so that it had this layer of personal association with our crew. That was cool. Isn't that cute? Is that one of our magnets? No. Diner? No. Okay. I we have remember. Pig and a Poke. <laughs> there was another one too, I thought. And then there's um, a sh- uh, Driver Picks and Music, Chuck and Justice K. Cole. Huh, okay. Maybe I. But no, we don't have a Jaybird's Diner. Um, and he sits next to a young man at the bar. And Very he's like, young man. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was John immediately. Mm-hmm. They like did a good job casting. Oh, yeah. These younger versions to look really just great. like them. Um, yeah, but he's like. Hey, uh, where are we? <laughs> What's the year? <laughs> there was probably a very loud popping, cracking sound you guys just heard, and it's because I was uncrunching the side of my Gatorade bottle. Sorry. <laughs> I realized that was probably very loud and very confusing. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Um, Continue. <laughs> he, and Dean spots the date on the man's newspaper and learns it's 1973, um, six years before his own birth. Yeah. And he's like the bartender's in a very 70s getup. <laughs> he says, you know, Sonny and Cher broke up, right? And John goes, Sonny and Cher broke, broke up? up? <laughs> and the bartender kind of, or like the, the guy, the, the waiter guy, he looks kind of devastated. He does. <laughs> he looks really upset. <laughs> um, oh my gosh. Another man walks into the diner and he greets the young man as Winchester so Dean is staring. My, his mind is blown, and he yeah. realizes it's his father. And then John's like looking back at him, like, 
Are you okay? <laughs> John is very concerned about this man's sanity, and to be fair, like I, I don't blame him. So John buys him like a coffee or something. Yeah, because right? Dean says something about how he's hungover, and John's yeah. like, "We get a coffee." <laughs> he's like, "Jake, can we get a coffee." <laughs> well, take it easy. I'm gonna leave. Yeah, because like, you're you creeping have a me good out. One. You're weird. <laughs> yeah. And he leaves the di- leaves the dimer. 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 Yeah. <laughs> John heads out. Um, this is where we get our splash screen. Um, so we cut to Dean is following John through Lawrence, um, and he turns a corner and basically runs into Castiel. <laughs> um, Dean is obviously extremely confused. He's like, did you back to the future me or whatever, or DeLorean me, something like that. He yeah. makes the back to the future reference. And Cass explains that time is fluid. It can be bent on occasion, um, but doing so is not easy. Um, and then he very again, or very cryptically once again tells Dean that he has to stop something before he just disappears. So um, Dean follows John to a car lot where he, um, John is like looking at getting a Volkswagen van one of those big hippie vans. Fun fact, my dad has always wanted one of those cars yeah. so bad. <laughs> oh, he's, um, Dean sneaks in and he suggests that John buy a 67 Chevy Impala. <laughs> uh, he assures him... You know, sorry to interrupt, but I love the fact that Dean was actually helped John pick out uh-huh. the Impala in the timeline. Uh-huh. That's pretty cool. I know, I know. Um, he assures John that this car will still be badass when it's 40, which is true. Um, I think the Impala is 50, over 50 years old now. She's still badass. Um, and he introduces himself as Dean Van Halen, which I thought was really funny because we were watching The Circle the other night. What season are we on? Uh, three. And one of the players gets the opportunity to have a secret second account in the circle. So for anybody who doesn't know what the circle is, it's kind of like, it's a reality show. It's a social media competition. So it's social media. So these people are shut up in their own apartments um, and they can't interact with each other except through this social media platform called the circle. And Mm -hmm. then it's like... You get to like rate each other and the top and some two people are can go on as catfish and, or as themselves. Yeah, you can be a catfish and stuff like that. So it's real fun. Um, but this guy got an opportunity to be a ghost hunter. A go- <laughs> he to have a second profile. I just realized he's a ghost hunter because it's a ghost profile. Ah, yeah, that makes sense. it's not yeah. a real profile. Um, he has a temporary second profile. Um, and someone, one of the other contestants, said he looks like Van Halen about the guy's <laughs> picture. So we yeah. literally just watched that episode right before we watched this one. We did, yeah. Yeah, so I thought that was very funny. Um, so Dean awkwardly asks some typical hunter questions um, to try to get information out of John, but John hasn't noticed any cold spots or smelling any sulfur or really anything weird going on. And he acts, like, very taken aback by this. Yeah, it's clear he's very confused by these questions, that he doesn't understand Which also throws Dean off. He's like, you should know about this. You're a hunter. Well, I think it doesn't throw Dean off too much, because Sam and Dean know that John didn't know about hunting until after their mom died. Oh, really? Yeah. They know that. He learned from Bobby, you Mm. know. He learned a lot from Bobby. And then they weren't really friends by the end. But that is not surprising for John Winchester. <laughs> um, but Dean tells John to walk out for himself and heads out. So, um, 
So we cut to John driving in the Impala, uh-huh. followed by Dean in a probably stolen vehicle, <laughs> um, to a neighborhood where a young blonde woman runs out to meet him. She's gorgeous. She is. Every actress who plays Mary is gorgeous. I'm not watching the Winchesters, but Meg Donnelly, who plays young Mary on the Winchesters, holy shit, that woman is stunning. (laughs) Okay. And we had a music note. Okay. Um, So Dean... um, Mary is like, what happened to the van? Oh, yeah. John's like, they better than the van. (laughs) Um, so Dean's watching John and Mary, and they're clearly on a date, and he's very creepily stalking his parents. <laughs> on a date. I said this along with Dean when we were watching the episode, and Haley was oh, laughing. Yeah. Sammy, wherever you are, mom's a babe, and I'm going to hell. Again. Again. <laughs> it's one of the best lines. Oh. Um, so John and Mary are like at a diner or something, mm-hmm. some, some restaurant. And she's discussing how her father disapproves of their relationship um, before she excuses herself. And then it cuts to show John is double-checking the ring in his pocket. Yeah. Because he's planning to propose. Yeah. Um, Meanwhile, Mary. <laughs> she sneaks out and... Um, Gets a drop on Dean. Like she's like, why are you following Dean? <laughs> yeah. She, she, she holds her own. She is. She's good. And they, yeah. they fight um, hunter he, style. Mm-hmm. And then where he pins her and spots her hunter-related charms on her bracelet. Yes, which is a very interesting twist. Yeah. Huh. You, you were very, you were like, what? <laughs> I think you had told me before that Mary was the hunter first. Did but, I? I might have. But it's cool. I have definitely spoiled things We know her. that Dean didn't know that, so yes. that's cool. Yeah. So. Um, we cut to later. John drops Mary off at home. Um, and she waits for John to pull away, and she's, like, looking down the sidewalk, and we see Dean, like, poke his head out from behind a tree. Um, he persuades her to let him go inside to meet her father, Samuel. Um, Samuel is also a hunter, and, um, he quizzes Dean on how you kill a vampire. So Dean passes his test, but he, Samuel does not trust other hunters. Um, this is, though, where we meet Mary's mother, Deanna. (laughs) You know, I didn't even catch that at first. I, you had to spell Samuel it out for Samuel and Deanna, me. Dean and Sam. <laughs> yeah. Um, she's much more friendly. Also, she is named after Eric Kripke's wife, Deanna. Who, That's her, cool. Deanna shares a birthday with one of the Supernatural characters. I think it's Dean, actually. I think she shares a birthday with Dean and Probably Jessica. Probably if he kind of based the name and stuff off of. Yeah. Um, Jessica also has the same birthday as Dean. Jess, mm. Sam's girlfriend for the pilot. Mm-hmm. Um. So, but yeah, Deanna's much more friendly. She invites Dean to stay for dinner. There's a really, there's a cute little note in the the companion about this scene. Um. So Amy Gumick Gumanick shares a funny adventure with Mitch Pelegi. Um. For the diner or the dinner scene when Dean comes to meet my family, she says, "On the first take, Mitch took a huge bite out of his mashed potatoes and smothered his plate with gravy, not thinking that we were going to have to do it a million more times. These scenes are always challenged because if you take a bite of your food, then in the next take, your plate has to look exactly the same. We did the scene so many times because there were so many different angles they needed. So every time we did the scene, it turned into the standing joke because everyone had to wait while they put more gravy on Mitch's plate. <laughs> so." If you pay attention, Mitch has a lot of gravy on his plate. Mitch being the guy who plays Samuel. Um, And 
fun fact, if anyone's not following Walker, Mitch Pleggy plays Bonham Walker, who is Cordell Walker's dad. So he went from playing Jared's grandpa to his father. So he's also a very well-known actor in, like, that he had a long-standing role on the role on the X Files. Ah, okay. So yeah. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. Giving the X Files supernatural. Yep. Cast. Connection. Lots of <laughs> lots of X Files supernatural cast links. Um, he's he seemed apparently he's a really sweet guy. There's a really funny blooper though. I don't remember what season it's from where he swears and he goes, "We can't say fuck on the CW." <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what role did he play on X Files? I don't Is that, like, remember. The boss guy? And I think he might have been, actually. Let me see. Oh, that's cool. I am familiar with some characters on X-Files, although I have not seen it. Um. He played... FBI Assistant Director Walter Skinner. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Might be then. I'm not 100% sure. I think this is him. Well, look at him. Like a little baby mitt. <laughs> Does yeah. have a familiar face? Like, I swear I've seen him in something else. Yeah, you might have. He's been in a lot of things. Yeah, he's pretty great. Um, so they have dinner. Mary asks Dean why he was following her and John, and Dean says that he thought something was after John, but he doesn't think that anymore. Um, Samuel has kind of an adverse reaction to the mention of John, so once again reiterating that he doesn't he doesn't want Mary to get with this random civilian. Um, so she's like, what, would you rather have me marry a hunter? Like, who's <laughs> just gonna die on me one day? Like, no thank you. <laughs> Um, and we learned that Samuel is currently looking into some farmer's mysterious death. Um, they kind of go over the facts of the case, but the guy just, like, dropped dead in the field or something. Something happened to him. Yeah. Um, I think he had, like, a tractor accident, but it was not a normal tractor accident. Like, it was something that shouldn't have happened normally. So. Yeah. Um, Dean offers to help out, um, investigating, but Samuel would rather have Mary go along with him even though mary does not want to go <laughs> bless you um this is i think this is kind of where we get our first inkling that mary is not interested in the hunter life mm-hmm. um that she doesn't want to really go on this case with her dad it's like a bit of a different relationship than like sam and dean and john uh-huh where like John's like, I don't want you to have this life, but we're kind of stuck in it type yeah. of thing. Whereas Samuel is like, no, this is what we do. Yeah, it's like a family business. <laughs> he literally says the family business at one point. So, yeah. Um, did you start the washer again? I did, yeah. Okay. I'm washing my sweatpants. Okay. Um, so Dean visits Mary before he leaves. Oh, no. Nope. nope. We're up here oh. at the top. Okay. Sorry. Whoops. Um, was like before he leaves. Um, Sam and Samuel and Mary go to the farm where Samuel is dressed as a priest um, to, you know, talk to the widow while Mary goes and talks to the farmer's son. Um, he's shocked when the door opens to find Dean already there, also impersonating a priest <laughs> in the same getup. Yeah. He rolls with it. 
Hey, Rose, when that Dean's, Dean's like, this is our senior, senior priest. <laughs> <laughs> like, he makes, like, an old man joke. It's pretty great. Uh, um, and he's asking, like, questions, like, did things seem like, normal? There's anything, there's anything strange going on? She's like, oh, other than my husband's guts splattered across the back 40? No. <laughs> and he's like, uh, this is awkward. And Dean's like, okay, I'm going to leave Dean's you to like, that like, bye. <laughs> Uh, he goes to where Mary is. Yeah. And he finds Mary talking to the son. Um, and Mary learns that the son made a deal with a yellow-eyed stranger for his father to stop the drunken beatings. Um, he said he didn't like say that he wanted anything in particular, just he'd come back to collect something in about ten years. Yeah. Um, and Dean concludes that the boy sold his soul to a demon and um, he knows this isn't just a normal demon. Mentioning yep. the yellow eyes, he knows it's Azazel. Yeah, because he, he's like, I think this guy, this kid sold his soul and Mary's like, something doesn't sound, seem right right about that. And so they go to ask some more questions and he's like, what would describe the man to me? He's like, he's like, average height, average looking, normal looking man, brown hair, except there was something about his eyes It must have been like a trick of the light, and he's like oh, they go black or red, and the kid's like, no, they were yellow. Um, and this is big, big reveal. Big reveal. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we cut back to the Campbell house. Um, Samuel and Deanna are being filled in on the yellow-eyed demon by Dean. They have never heard of Azazel. Um, Dean has a plan. He is going to go to Colorado. He is going to get the cult from Daniel Elkins ASAP, and he is going to kill Azazel. Um, he, we get a reveal early on when Dean first arrives back in time that he has John's journal on him. It was, like, in his coat. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's handy because it has information about where Azazel is going to be next. Um, and Dean kind of passes this off. He's like, oh, my dad could see the future. Um so that is John, or that is Dean's plan. He is going to go get the cult to stop yeah. Azazel because if he believes if he can stop Azazel now, he can save his mom. Um, so Dean visits Mary before he leaves and tell, tells her that he approves of her relationship with John. He's like, I'm kind of counting on it. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is where she's like, he's got to propose. <laughs> she's really excited about it. It's really cute. <laughs> I like, she says, like, he's sweet and kind and still believes in happily ever after, which I thought was yeah, sweet. Yeah, even after the war, even after everything, because John's a Vietnam vet. Yeah. Which is cool, I didn't know that. Uh-huh. I think I might have known he's that. He's a Marine. Um, he's everything a hunter a isn't. Vet. And that's very appealing to her. Um, maybe he's, maybe, hang on, when was the Vietnam War? <laughs> I think it's Vietnam time period, because that was in the 60s. I think. Um, 55 to 75, and this okay. is 73. Okay. So, yeah, it was Vietnam. Um, she says one of the worst things she can think of uh, is for her children to be raised in the hunting life like she was, yes. which makes Dean kind of emotional. Uh-huh. He gets really emotional during this scene. He does. Uh, Jensen does such a good job. 
And before uh, Dean goes, he tells Mary not to get out of bed on November 2nd, 1983. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to tell you something really yeah. I need strange. you. He said, I know this is going to sound weird, but I need you to remember this. No matter what you hear, no matter what you see, promise me you won't get out of bed. And he gets like teary eyed mm-hmm. in this moment. And she's a little bit weirded out. But she's like, okay, yeah, okay, like I clearly this ha- is something that's she very. She can still serious. like sense something special with him, yeah. I think, and like, because obviously it's her son, yeah. And she like probably would normally be like, "Who is this weirdo?" <laughs> but like, uh-huh. Harper's like, okay, uh huh, um, yeah, such a good. And she scene. surprisingly agrees. Yeah, she just says okay. I, I think she's a little bit like, "Wow, this is something." Like he he really means this. This isn't something he's saying just to mess with me or whatever. Like he, he is did being mention super that genuine. he's also a psychic, right? I don't think so. He does at some point. He's um, like, "Oh, I also got the ability from my dad or something." Maybe. I know he says it at some point, or somebody does. I don't think so. Yeah, they do. I don't know. We might have to go through the entire transcript to find it. I don't have to do that right now, but... Babe proceeds to do it right now. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Let me see. Okay. What are you are you gonna find? You're gonna search. Control F. That's what I was gonna do. Control F. No, Samuel just says, oh, what are you some kind of psychic now? Yeah. Yeah. But that's Oh Dean, and he says no. Dean says okay. no. Um, okay. Someone does ask Dean if he is a psychic, but the answer is not what Babe thought it was. Um, so we cut to Dean driving at night. He is on his way to Colorado, and Cass just pops up in his passenger seat. Um, Dean asks why Sam isn't on this field trip. He says, why wasn't why Sam allowed to get in, in on this Back to the Future action? action? Um, Dean's, or Cass is like, no, you have to do this alone. Sam's like, well, okay, Dean, sorry. I'm struggling with the words all of a sudden. <laughs> Dean is like, well, Sam is obviously freaking out in the future. He's, like, looking all over for me. And Cass says something like, Sam isn't looking for you. Um, Which, considering that Cass takes Dean right back to the second, like, the minute where he left, makes sense. Yeah. Sam never knew Dean was gone. Um, He reminds Dean that if he alters the future, he never never becomes a hunter. All of the people he has saved will die. Um, And Dean is like, he's like, don't you care about that? And Dean's like, yeah, I fucking care. But these are my parents, and if I can do something about it, I'm not going to just stand by and do nothing. So, um, Dean arrives in Colorado, and he steals the colt from Daniel Elkins' safe. Uh, He is interrupted by a young Elkins, who is like, holds a shotgun on him, and is like, put it down, you know? And Dean says, I only need it for a few days. He says, I have a chance to save my family. Um, And he's like, if you're going to shoot me, shoot me. Like, do it. Um, and as he, like, walks around Elkins to the door, and then, right before he leaves, he turns back and tells Elkins that the gun will be with in Lawrence, Kansas, with the Campbells, when Dean is done with it. So. Um, so, back in Lawrence, Mary discovers 
um, from her dad that the demon is heading to her friend's house. Mm-hmm. So she wants John to go John has like along. a list of all the de- the deals the demons made over the years in his journal. Uh-huh. Okay. And it's got this friend's name. And she wants to go with him because it's her friend. Um, uh-huh. And back at, at the friend's house, Samuel rushes in before her friend and the demon concealed the deal. I think her dad or her husband, some, some important man to her has cancer and it's uh-huh. spread. And then his shotgun is no match for Zazel, and he pins him to the wall. Um, Mary bursts in and grapples with the demon. He, he, she holds her own. <laughs> Mary's a little badass. <laughs> yeah. Um, but she is also overpowered by him. Mm-hmm. And then He's like, oh, I like you. <laughs> he is immediately like, yeah. This this girl, something about her, he is they intrigued by. He didn't know about her before this, no, right? Okay. I don't think so. Um, so Dean then arrives with the <coughs> cult. Chloe, what do you need? No. Hey! Come here. Come here! Come on. She might need to go potty. Let's see. You need to go potty? Nope. She just wants to become a rug. <laughs> yes, you know you're in trouble. <laughs> Troublemaker. Have a rat. <laughs> Hi, Micah. <laughs> I've been calling her Baby Bear, but I've also been calling her Gremlin. <laughs> kind of looks like Micah with her beard right now. She does. She got the, she's got a little bit of a handlebar mustache going on. Um, she's been kidnapped. She's been puppy napped. <laughs> Your little butt. She is a butt. Um, All right, where were we? Oh, yeah. So Dean arrives with the cult, and before he can shoot, the demon smokes out of the... The doctor is that's who he's possessing. And takes off. Yeah. So we go back to the Campbell's house, um, and Dean is like, we have to kill this demon to save Mary's life. Um, And this is where he reveals... That Mary is, her mo- is his mother, um, and she is destined to be killed in 1983 if they don't do something. Samuel thinks she's crazy, or he's crazy, like that's, which is reasonable. That's a reasonable response to someone being like, hi, I'm from the future, your daughter is my mom, she's gonna die, we have to save her. Like, that sounds pretty crazy. <laughs> um, we get a brief clip, a brief scene of Mary running out of the house to meet John. Um, she's clearly very upset. Um, and he's like, hey, you know, what's wrong? And she says, you know how you promised to take me away? And he's like, yeah. And she's like, we do it now. Like, she wants to run away tonight. So, um, Dean convinces Samuel, though, that he's telling him the truth. Um, and it is time to get rid of Azazel. Uh, he, like, pulls the colt out and Samuel wants to, to hold it. Um, but Dean is like... He, like, gets a feeling, and this is where Samuel reveals that he is, in fact, Azazel. Um, he has mm. been possessing Samuel since who knows when, probably the drive back, I guess. Um, it really and sucks, now too, he knows. because he knows about all this because of Dean trying to prevent it. Yep, now he knows what the future holds. Um, he wonders if Dean is one of his psychic kids, and he does, like, a weird, like, he, like, smells Dean's neck, <laughs> and then is like, no, but maybe you got a sis. 
or a bro. And Mitch does this so good. It's so creepy. Yeah. Um, he reveals that apparently he has been playing matchmaker and hooking up parents to create his own master race of special children. He says that in 10 years, he'll show up, pour some demon bloods into the mouth, demon bloods, <laughs> demon blood into the mouth of the kids. Um, and Dean is like, oh yeah, to find the leader for your demon army, we know. Um, and they say, like, no, this is, there is something much bigger. Um, but he is not going to reveal his endgame. Um, and there's a really good moment where, um, where is it? Hang on. Um, Dean says, uh. And Dean's like, what end, end game, what end game? And Yellow Eyes is like, oh, like I'm going to tell you or are, are there's angels sitting on your shoulder. No, I'm going to cover my tracks good. Dean says, you can cover whatever the hell you want, but I'm still going to kill you. And Zazel's like, yeah, right now that I'd like to see. And Dean, in the most intense way, like mm-hmm. the look on Dean's face is a little bit scary. He says, maybe not today, but you look into my eyes, you son of a bitch, because I'm the one that kills you. Uh, <laughs> and Yellow Eyes clearly doesn't quite believe him, but he's also like, he he's like, well, you believe you, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, and he's like, well, you can't save everybody, especially not your grandpa. And he pulls out a knife, and he stabs Samuel. Um, so when Yellow Eyes smokes out, Samuel will be dead. Mm-hmm. Um, Deanna, through this last bit, has she has like come into the room unnoticed and is hiding, and she is going for a gun, but before she can act, Azazel stabs Samuel. Um, she freaks out. Um, she runs for the gun, but Azazel gets her, and he snaps her neck. Um, and then Dean is able to break free of his, like, magic demon hold, but by the time he gets to the cult, Azazel is gone. So. Which is why Dean was able to break free. <laughs> and those answer, that answered my question, what happened to Sam and Dean's their parents? Their grandparents? Yeah. Do we ever find out what happened to John's parents? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I think that his mom, we never meet her, but she died before like Sam and Dean were born. Okay. Um... So, John and Mary are sharing a romantic moment in the Impala. Hang on. What is the... What? Look. Hello? That's not... It's not spiking. Hello? It's not doing anything. Testing. Okay, hang on. Pause. Or did you stop it? I stopped it, and now we're recording again. I guess we'll see if it spikes. Hello. This is blinking. No, no, it's not moving. No, it's moving. It's just being really slow. Hello. It's moving. See? But it's not spiking still. Hang on. That's weird. I'm going to stop it again. But it's still recorded. Just to double check. Well, this is strange. I don't know what Audition is doing, but it's being weird. Where were we? Well, at least it's still recording. Oh, you were about knock to start reading. Yeah, knock on wood that it keeps doing that. 
it's kind of making me nervous the fact that it's not showing the spikes yeah it's very very strange i've never seen it do that before but, but every time recorded, we pause so. and re-listen it's recording so okay your turn right at the top Okay, so um, as John and Mary are sharing a romantic moment in the Impala where he proposes, um, Azazel in Samuel's body interrupts, yanks his daughter out of the car, and when John runs over, snaps John's neck. Yep. Um, and I was like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> whoa. <laughs> I was like, but John doesn't die. <laughs> Obviously, they're going to fix it. Um, yeah. So, Azazel also tells Mary that her parents are dead, and he explains that he will bring John back to life if she simply agrees to make a little deal with him. Um, he's like, it's not going to be a big deal. It's I not don't want your soul. Affect like, you, it's okay. Really. Nothing you're going to miss. <laughs> yeah. He's like, you could be done with hunting forever. He'll, he'll make sure of it. He doesn't want her soul, though, just permission to visit in 10 years. Yeah. Um, he promises no one will get hurt as long as he isn't interrupted. So again, I noted this is like, he actually warns her. Yeah. He specifically tells her, do not interrupt me and nobody will get hurt. Second time. You can live your happy non-hunting life. (laughs) Um, so she goes ahead and seals a deal and kisses her dad. Dad. Yep. And her dad's dead. It's weird. (laughs) It's yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Supernatural has a weird relationship with incest which is funny because incest is a weird relationship to begin with <laughs> um right when dean shows up to witness that yep because dean shows up just in time to witness the closing of the deal and before he can shoot azazel smokes out samuel collapses dean and mary exchange a long look where it's very clear that like even though he is devastated that he couldn't help that he couldn't stop this he understands like, he can see John dead on the ground. He knows exactly because he did the same thing. Yeah. He said, Dean made a deal to save the most important person in his life, his little brother. It runs and in the now, family. <laughs> here he is witnessing the tail end of Mary making that same deal. And she doesn't know the full ramifications of it. He does, but he still understands. Um,. And this is why the editors put that little moment in the recap from home where mm-hmm. Ghost Mary tells Sam, I'm sorry. Yeah. Because with that deal, she sealed Sam's fate. Drama. She didn't know what she was agreeing to. She but... didn't. She didn't. But John springs back to life. Uh, and this is the point. Cass appears. He brings da- Dean back. Dean brings Dan. <laughs> Dane. 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 How do I write that? How do I spell that out? Dane. Sam and Dane. My great Dane. Dane. With Cass, an accent. Cass brings Dean back to the present. Oh, it's me again. Sorry. Yep. You get to finish up this episode. Aw. Uh, my nose is itchy. Oh no. Can you hear the squeak, 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 squeak? <laughs> the tissue. Um, so Dean wakes up back in the motel room with Cass. Um, like, no, no time to pass at all. Uh huh. Hello. Thank you for spraying me with your eye goopies, Chloe. <laughs> um, so Cass explains that 
Dean couldn't have changed history even if he wanted to. He said destiny can't be changed. Um, he said he didn't send Dean back to stop anything, but to show him the whole truth. Yep. Um, and said he's now aware of exactly what happened to Sam. Um, this is also when Dean notices that Sam is missing. Uh-huh. And Cass just ominously gives an address. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Um, where he can find Sam. But he explains that even the angels are clueless when it comes to figuring out what Azazel's true endgame is. Um, and he... Cass is really creepy this episode. Cass is being a Very ominous. <laughs> ominous little angel. <laughs> and he leaves Dean with this warning. Your brother is headed down a dangerous road. We're not sure where it leads. So stop it or we will. Yeah. Which going back to when Cass first sent Dean back to the, the past, he said, stop. You have to stop it. He could have been a little bit more clear, though. Yeah, well, this is Cass. He, cryptic is, I think, an, angel- an angelic trait. I think all of them are a little bit cryptic. That would Cass is nuts. just also especially weird. Um, there are a couple deleted scenes, but it's more just, like, extended scenes. Um, like, I know there's... Hang on. There's an extended scene. Um of john showing mary the impala in the like final cut of the episode it ends with john being like mary this is better than the van it's got a 327 a four barrel carburetor and that's kind of where the scene ends um but the extended one mary says i hate it (laughs) and then she gets in john looks disappointed we cut back to dean who goes mom (laughs) yeah so and then there's i guess an extended scene apparently of I don't know how this is extended there is it says there's an extended scene of when Dean and Mary talk to Charlie who's the kid of the the kid that make it, made a deal with Azazel and the farmer died bless you I'm dropping a marker but I don't know if I'm going to be able to edit that out because I can't see it it's very very strange Okay, but yeah, so we have two extended scenes, but none of them really bring anything along, except Mary doesn't like the Impala, at least initially. I think she comes around to her. Um, (laughs) But yeah, that is In the Beginning. This is a really good episode. Oh, fun fact, Mary deals for John's life on May 2nd, which is Sam's birthday, also the same day Dean traded his soul for Sam's life in 2007, and the day Dean went to hell in 2008. Sam has really shitty birthdays. (laughs) Um, Mitch Pluggy is one of many X-Files alumni to have roles in Supernatural. Um, When Dean and Mary get in a fight outside the diner, we get a glimpse of Mary bracelet. The, The charm on the left is the is the Aquarian star, which is the symbol of the Men of Letters, hmm. which is very interesting. Mary is 18 and John, John is 18, 18 or 19. 19. You're really yep. young. They're little babies. <laughs> Dean drives a Ford Pinto. <laughs> oh, Dean gets around in 1973 by driving a 1984 Pinto. Oops, <laughs> that's an anachronism. Um... Ooh, there's a canon discrepancy that's also a spoiler. 
Um, in the diner, here's another anachronism. In the diner, the song Ramblin' Man is playing. The song came out on the album Brothers and Sisters, which wasn't released until August of seventeen of 1973, about three months after the events of this episode. Maybe it was because it is April. Early release. <laughs> oh, the date on the newspaper John is reading in the diner is Monday, April 3rd. 30th. Or 30th, sorry. The headline reads, Nixon accepts resignation of top dot dot dot. This was a significant ga- date in the Watergate scandal. Attorney General Richard Kleinsteinst, uh, White House Counsel John Dean, and top White House aides H.R. Halderman and John, I don't know how to pronounce that, resigned from their positions because of the scandal. Ehrlichman? Ehrlichman, yeah. The, so the newspaper headlines likely refer to the last three. So, interesting. I don't know what car Ruby is driving. I am intrigued by it. Maybe we'll find out in a future episode. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Half of the episode is taken from the opening words of the book of Genesis. It's also the opening lyric of ACDC's 1977 song, Let There Be Rock. The advertisement on the bench Dean wakes up on when he first gets to 1973 is the Diet Cola soft drink tab, which was introduced in 1963 and discontinued in 2020. Oh, wow. I'd never heard of that. John makes a a Star Trek joke. Uh, Dean Mm -hmm. says, can you tell me where I can get reception on this thing? And John says, the USS Enterprise. (laughs) For his cell phone. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, Sonny and Cher broke up in... 1975. Hmm, two years later. Two years later. The scene where Dean first meets young John is almost identical to how and where Marty McFly meets his teenage father in Back to the Future. You know, Dean also makes a DeLorean reference. Um, I just realized at some point John realizes that he had saw his son from the future because he knows what adult Dean looks like, right? Maybe. Is that a spoiler? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's got to know, because when Dean gets older, like, oh, yeah, uh-huh. it's that guy. <laughs> yeah. The 1964 Volkswagen camper van John nearly buys is possibly a shout-out to the mode of transportation used by the Scooby gang, the Mystery Machine. I think in the Winchesters, they drive a Volkswagen van as well. I think someone has a van. Oh, yeah. And it's yeah. a very Mystery Machine. I remember yeah. seeing some things about that. Maybe he also bought that one. Dean introduces himself as Van Halen. Um, So, but yeah. (laughs) I think Delt's too much more interesting. I think. Oh, the, the commentary track for this episode is where Kripke states that the greatest inspirations for Supernatural were three things. The Sandman comics, the Hell- Hellblazer comics, and Neil Gaiman's American Gods. You also, know how I've been mentioning that their American Gods is one of the inspirations? <laughs> yup. Um, it says, the Campbell family are shown as active hunters in a flashback to 1969 in the spin-off novel Supernatural Heart of the Dragon. I don't have that one yet. Which reveals that the Campbells financed their hunts through Samuel's dry cleaning business and Deanna's work as a substitute teacher. Oh, which is interesting. That is interesting. Cool. But yeah. I like this episode. 
Yeah, it was it's a good really episode. Good. We finished this episode, and Haley was like, "That was a really good episode." <laughs> it fills in a lot of missing puzzle pieces. It does. Pieces. It does. We're connecting the dots, tying off all, tying off loose ends, questions from the. It also brings up more questions, seasons, but... but also many more questions. Yeah. Yeah. What other questions did you have? You wanted to know if we ever see John's parents. If we ever know what happens to them. You had the question about John recognizing Dean. Mm-hmm. And just brings up the whole question, what is Azazel's endgame? Yeah, what Which is Which I've Azazel's been endgame? wondering for a while. Uh-huh. Because it uh-huh. seemed like the whole demon army thing kind of went downhill after season two. Yeah, well, Azazel <laughs> also dies. Also so, that. So, like, I feel like his plan kind of went to shit when he died. <laughs> um, but yeah. We'll yeah. get answers. I, I would hope so. We will get answers for all of the above. <laughs> I promise. This you just have to or... be patient. One of them this season, one of them I think next season, and one of them not till season eight. Damn. Yeah. Now you get to wonder which one is which. Well, I guess we'll find out as <laughs> <if> that happens. <laughs> Evil laugh. <laughs> well, I'm invested. I want to know yeah. what happens next. Well, next week we have a monster of the week. It is also next week is Kim Manor's last episode, mm. which is really sad. <laughs> I'm not excited. Is Sam more in next episode? Yes, <laughs> Sam is more in next episode. We think, literally saw Sam for like ten seconds. I think that was the shortest amount of time he's been in an episode. I think it is too. It is absolutely, this is absolutely the, the least amount of Sam we's, we've ever gotten. Because even in um, what is and what should never be, the talk about Dean episode, we still get Jared being a Sam, even if it's not our Sam. Yeah. You know? So very interesting to have an episode with almost no Sam. Also, I just... Re- saw the location for next episode it's a very significant location in mormon history oh my god it is (laughs) we'll have to talk about that next time okay (laughs) but yes next week or not next week in a couple weeks we will be covering episode four metamorphosis we're kind of going monster of the wiki so we will get to learn about rougarous which is fun the name seems familiar the monster Maybe you've mentioned it before. I don't know. Maybe. Or Did maybe you peek at the fic it. I was writing yesterday? Because I do have a Ruger no. in that one. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. I think this is a good episode. I assume it's the cannibalistic creature. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, okay. Interesting. Mm-hmm. It's a good episode, if I remember right. I have a feeling this is a... It's mo- a monster of the week, but I remember it. Yeah. Episode? Yeah. Being a... It's one of those, they haven't done anything wrong, but they are going to, you know, episodes. Mm. So, very interesting. Lots of moral questions. All right. I don't know if we have anything else to talk about tonight. I think we've got through it all. This episode's going to be interesting to edit. Because I sneezed in there somewhere, and I have to somehow... I also sneezed in there somewhere. (laughs) Yeah, but that was before it stopped showing the spikes. You sure? So, I guess I might just... Yeah, it was. Uh, Those two markers are me pausing and restarting the recording. And then the third one is my sneeze. So you guys are just going to end up listening to my sneeze. <laughs> because I don't know if I can find it. Enjoy. <laughs> Enjoy. <laughs> You're also going to hear me blowing my nose. 
Oh, I don't think I marked that. Nope. (laughs) You get to hear Haley was wiping her nose and you could hear it squeaking. Also, Chloe shook. Also, Chloe. Chloe shook and she barked and I didn't mark that. So lots of Chloe interruptions today. Not as many as last time. Oh my God. Last week. She interrupted a lot. A couple couple weeks ago. Oh my gosh. She was a little nightmare. Remember? She was being such a little pain. Now today she's all snuggled up and cute by our feet. So she's going to get to spend the weekend with her cousin sibling kind of yeah uh her grandparents (laughs) (laughs) so my parents and my brother Haley's parents dog dog. which they have a very love-hate relationship they do it's like a sister relationship like they yeah they love each other they play together but they also steal each other's uh toys (laughs) steal each other's and food and And then fight out at each other Mm -hmm. so she's gonna play hard for and get jealous of each other and so she'll be plenty worn out by the time we get home. So hopefully she'll leave me the fuck alone on Monday. So I can recover from our weekend before yeah. I have to go back to work. But. Also, recover because I start school. <gasps> yeah, Babe starts school on Monday. I'm going back to school. It's so exciting. <laughs> She's doing a creative writing degree. Right? Yeah, it's English with English emphasis with and creative writing. creative writing. But yeah, very exciting. All the yeah. exciting things. And finally we going will back. also have very big news for you guys come next episode. So <gasps> we do. Maybe it might probably, might probably tell you guys before then. So keep an eye on our Twitter. <laughs> and Instagram. Yep. Or maybe not Instagram. I don't know. I forget Instagram exists 90% of the time. I'm oh, no. really bad about Instagram. I will literally, if you oh, guys Discord. follow. Discord. Discord will definitely know. Um... If you guys follow our Instagram, you know that I will post like 10 episode arts at a time because I just forgot about it for forever. So, yeah. Um, but in the meantime, that is not our outro. <laughs> in the meantime, thank you guys so much for listening. If you like what you hear, subscribe to us on your favorite podcast app. We are on Apple, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, all those fun places. Also, please rate and review the podcast on iTunes or wherever you listen. But especially if you listen through Apple Podcasts, please rate and review us on iTunes. It helps the algorithm. helps more people find us. Um, tell your fellow Supernatural fans about us. If you would like to chat with us, you can join our Discord server. The link to that will be in the show notes. I think I've also shared it on Twitter. Uh, it is also can be found in the bio of our Tumblr. So many different places to find that, that link. But the best place to go is probably the show notes. Um, if you want to just reach out on social media, you can find the pod on Twitter at TalkAboutSamPod, on Instagram at we need to talk about Sam Podcast, and on Tumblr and TikTok at we need to talk about Sam. I'm Lil Red Who Could on Twitter and the Little Red Who Could on Tumblr. And Haley, my love, where can the people find you? Um, you can find me on Twitter at on 3 and Tumblr at hfthoughts-blog. All right. Uh, once again, Discord link is in the bio. I realized after I uploaded the, after I scheduled the episode, our last episode, that I didn't tell anybody where to find the Discord Uh-oh. link, just that I announced <laughs> that we had one. So it's in the bio, or it's in our bios um, where I could put it, and it's in the show notes. But explain why there's like two people on there. <laughs> <laughs> Please join us. Please come join us and hang out. It's very quiet right now, but I'm sure as we get more people, it'll be more fun. So Aramis is in there. So if you are are interested in meeting Aramis, the infamous Aramis, <laughs> she's in there. She's awesome. Um, 
But yeah. Should give the link to Harrow too. Harrow? Oh, give the Discord link to yeah. Harrow. I was like, what? Why would we why would we plug Harrow's social media? <laughs> yeah, maybe I'll get I'll get the link to Harrow. Harrow will yeah. be a future guest on our yeah, channel. Yeah, he was supposed to be a, a previous guest. It's the one at that we point. had recorded. The with lost him, episode. And then it disappeared. <laughs> the lost episode. But, but yep. he has, wants to come back, so Yeah, he wants to come back for Yellow Fever. So in a few in a few episodes of time you'll finally meet Harrow. It'll be very exciting. It'll be fun. But yeah, thank you guys again so much for listening. And we will talk to you next week. Bye. Great start. <laughs> We're not even two minutes into recording. And you've burped twice. <laughs> oh, it's in my head. We're going on a trip tomorrow. On my favorite rocket ship. Yeah. Little Einstein. <laughs> <laughs> Mwah. Yeah. Tomorrow we're leaving for Moab. 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 <laughs> Mob. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna go to Arches. Arches National Park. Yeah, because it's our favorite. I love it. Hopefully, Delicate Arch Hike isn't too icy. The day we're going is a warmer day, so yeah, hopefully, so hopefully it, it melts. But I think melts. the icy part is like kind of in the shade. It's like right at the end. Yeah, I think. and that spot's kind of usually like it was shaded last time we went, and we went like early morning. Early, late morning. Did we? We got there early morning, I think. We had our lunch. Burning hot. Yeah. Yep. We went in November when we went last, I think. Mm hmm. And now we're going in February. Redemption too. Yeah, and it's fucked up our sleep schedule. <laughs> but it's a really great it's game. Fun. I love it. <laughs> Except for when the O'Driscolls ambush me <laughs> for the second time that day, and then they kill my horsey, and then they kill me, and then when I respawn, my horsey has disappeared, and the game gives me a random one. Which I've literally never seen before. Yeah. I've been playing this game since mad. like early 2020. I had the. And I've the never free seen one. that happen before. Yeah. <laughs> I was riding the free one, the reverse Dapple that you get for free. And I really liked her. She was a really good horsey. And then they murdered her. <laughs> and they murdered then the her game, so fast, I didn't even have the, a chance to revive and her. And then the game replaced her with some random horse. So I went and I caught a Palomino today, and her name is Luck Be a Lady, and I like her so far. She's good. She's and then I cute. sold off the rando. <laughs> My playthrough, I have three horses named Huey, Dewey, and Louie. <laughs> and then Bailey. <laughs> and then Bailey. <laughs> Huey, Dewey, Louie, and Bailey. <laughs> I think Huey and Louie are spelled wrong from the characters. Uh, I spelled them the way I wanted to spell but, yeah, them. Yeah, <laughs> I spelled them the way she wanted to spell them. But it's Huey, Dewey, Huey, Huey is... 
Um, he's the first one. No, Huey's the free horse, yeah. Yeah. Um, Dewey is a, a dapple gray that you yeah. picked up somewhere. And then Louie is um, a wild... Was he? Is he a Morgan or a Tennessee Walker? He's a Tennessee Walker. And he's like a Pinto so paint pretty. pattern. He's, he's my really favorite pretty. color. He's, he's like a... He's like red and yeah, white. He's, he's like a chestnut, but he's so red. Like, he's very distinct. And um, he's got, like, ombre mane. Yeah, his tail is like an ombre, <laughs> and his mane has stripes. It's got... It goes red, white, red. Yeah. It's cool. So, and then Bailey is a Dunn... Is he a Morgan? He might be a Morgan. He might be a Morgan. I think those are the ones you find the most often in the wild. Yeah. So. And what is the name of his color again? He's a Dun. A Dun? D-U-N. Dun. Huh. So. Kind of, it's kind of a, similar to a buckskin. But he doesn't have a dorsal stripe. He's very handsome, though. He's a good horsey. I have Luck Be a Lady, who is a Palomino Morgan. She's lovely. I like her. She has a fun little white stripe on I'm her face. I'm learning a lot about horse terms uh-huh. from Kinsey. <laughs> <laughs> like, Haley didn't know that paint and pinto are two different things. A paint is a breed. So you can get an American paint. That's I don't a, know that's any a horse breeds breed. of horses. I and just then, see horse. <laughs> and then pinto is a, a color. I'd be like, that is a black horse. That is a white horse. That one has spots. <laughs> I didn't know there were special names for yeah. it. There's <laughs> like Appaloosas and Arabians. and So they've got the white Arabian um, in her last playthrough. And then she accidentally took it on the final <laughs> mission. So that was a mistake well <laughs> but you, the horses get lost anyways so anyway like, which is sad yeah, they, i'm sort of assuming they like get reverted to the bank or whatever when nobody comes for them yeah <laughs> but you can go recatch them again in the epilogue if it's yeah um, a wild one yeah i almost caught the there's a gray mustang with like a black that they're a dorsal stripe that spawns down between like the L and the A in Heartlands on the map, mm-hmm. and I almost caught her the first time I caught on her. She ran off a cliff, <laughs> and then we both stood up, and she kicked me in the head. <laughs> I was she like, booked you right I off the like, cliff. I was like, you know what? That's fair. <laughs> and then, um, I don't remember why I lost her. I think she just ran she off. Ran and off I, and I like lost her. track of her, and then I ran into a camp of O'Driscolls, and Haley killed him for me. So, which was very nice of her. I could have just left him alone. (laughs) Babe hasn't quite gotten the hang of shooting yet in the game. I can do it sometimes, but then, like, going in, I was like, I know this. (laughs) Like, got us, I was, like, sneaking in, and then I just handed the controller to her. Last night, I was, like, in the bathroom. All of a sudden, here, babe, I got ambushed, help. (laughs) I was, okay, so the thing is, so earlier that day, I had gotten ambushed, Go. I was going down towards the area where the Mustang spawns because I was trying to find the Mustang again. Yeah. Um, it, it was like the next, like, R.I.L. day. Like, I played one night, I found the Mustang, I lost her, and so the next day, the next night, I was playing again, and I was like, I'm going to go find the Mustang. Um, and I got ambushed just coming out of valentine i was just coming around this little rise you seriously get ambushed more than anyone i've ever met and i outran them that time (laughs) i think i was on out of sight 
That was my, that's what I named my freak. Yeah, because that's the one you lost. Yeah, (laughs) she was speedy. I was on out of sight and I outran them because I was just following the path on my map because I'm really bad at navigating. (laughs) And so I was just following the path on my map and so I was just ahead. It kept going the way I was going just as fast as I could and I outran them. And then I got ambushed again. I was literally, okay, so I had just done the gentle night out or whatever. Oh, with Lenny and with Lenny, Arthur that get drunk. Where they get drunk. It's a, that's a great <laughs> mission. Um, and so my health cores were all gone. Like, I didn't have any health. And I was like, well, I'll just go back to camp and take a nap. Because that sounds nice. That sounds like a nice thing for Arthur I, I to did, do. I did tell so you. So I walked out of Valentine <laughs> with no health cores. And then I'm like, most of the way. I was like literally like 80% of the I way to camp. I did tell you you could rest and just refill your cores by resting. And listen, <laughs> you told me that afterwards. No, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't it was after. when you're on your way out of town, but no, you still could have stopped. Uh, you told me after when I was at camp. Uh-uh. No, it was no, when I, I was t- at camp. I told you. You just didn't hear me. I don't remember that. But... <laughs> Um, but so I'm like 80% of the way back to camp and we're still at like horseshoe outlook 80% of the way back to camp and suddenly a big wagon comes across the road and there's O'Driscoll's <laughs> and I was gonna try and outrun them but then I was like shit my instinct was to just keep following my map <laughs> which is a no no honestly I've never <laughs> tried to do that I wonder what happens like does everyone get into Imagine a big fight fail <laughs> Do you just die because the game is like, no, you can't do that? I don't, I don't know. know. Maybe I should have figured it out. Maybe I should have found out. But so then I was like, well, maybe I'll fight instead. And that's when I paused the game and yelled for babe. She was in the bathroom. <laughs> and then she came out, she unpaused, and my horse died, and then Arthur died. And I was like, well. <laughs> I didn't have a chance to do anything. <laughs> I didn't even have a chance to revive my horse. <laughs> like, literally, your horse died and fell off of him. And I, like, tried to walk over to it, and then... I got hit with a sniper and died. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fucking O'Driscoll's. I got ambushed and killed. I was coming back. I'd spent like the whole day. I think I was looking for a horse and then I went hunting. When? Yesterday? And I, no, it was a couple days ago. And oh, I yeah. had, oh, you had, I had a wolf pelt, pelt yeah. and I had a deer on the back of my horse. And I was like, I'm going to take these back to camp. Because I wanted to give them, I wanted to give the whole deer. I like carrying a whole animal <laughs> through camp. Because everybody's like, "Wow, that's a hunk of meat, Arthur." You know, <laughs> like comments on it. It's fun. So I had a whole deer on the back of my horse, and I got ambushed by the O'Driscolls, and they killed me. And then when I respawned, like past the ambush point, they took my my deer and my wolf pelt. I was mad. I think I actually had multiple wolf pelts. I, I think you did, yeah. I think I had a couple. Yeah. Oh, no. No, I'm thinking of your playthrough. You had multiple from when you helped the photographer guy. What happened to those? Oh, I think they're still on my horse. I think they're still on your horse. You yeah. should probably sell those. I have a perfect um, elk pelt, too. Oh, yeah. They found an elk. I tried to shoot an elk. Good. I did badly, and then I got attacked by wolves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so funny. Uh, you, you tried to aim at the elk and missed. It scared him off, but that signaled in the wolves that were sitting a short distance away to your presence, and then they but all I came and attacked you. I knew they were there. <laughs> I was playing the other day. Okay, I have to find it. I sent this message to Ray. I think it was like my second time, my very second time playing Red Dead. 
Um, You're doing f- good for... You just literally started this week, so... <laughs> yeah, yeah. My very cast. second time playing Red Dead, and I sent my friend Ray this message, and I said, um... This is, your, like, your first time playing, like, video games like this too, right? Like, you've never played, like, PlayStation before? Mm, outside of, like, Lego. Yeah. No, oh, yeah, you yeah. played the Lego games. Okay, so I sent her this the first time I ever played Red Dead. I said, Haley gave me the controller to play a bit of the epilogue. Um, played from Abigail leaving to the end of epilogue part one. And so far I have run Rachel into a tree at least into at least four trees plus sadie ran into a rock all on her own and got shot up by some squatters also my only successful hunts have been a quail and a toad that i ran over <laughs> so and then the second time i think it was the third time i played because i was like a bit further in the game so tonight's red dead adventures i tried to hunt that fucking legendary bear which went about as well as you probably would expect arthur went down revenant style r.i.p spawned on the other side of the train tracks by the bear's canyon tried to find my way back almost killed my horse and ended up dying because i fell off a cliff (laughs) climbed a mountain to get back to the lake the same way almost died away again because i took a turn too fast and went over the edge decided to hunt a deer instead of a bear lost the deer across the lake killed a lone wolf instead (laughs) wolf pelt acquired decided to ride back to camp accidentally shot a squirrel Like literally, like I was on my hit, horse. You hit the wrong and button. I hit R one. One shot kill. Literally, the same thing <laughs> happened to Harrow too. It's it so funny. That was so funny. Um, Harrow stabbed the squirrel the other day. Yeah, he did. He was. He found that crazy, the crazy preacher guy, the crazy the preacher river. guy in the river, and like lassoed him. Was harassing him. It was harassing him, and then was like chasing him around, and at some point drew the, his knife and stabbed a squirrel <laughs> on accident. Purely on accident. He didn't even mean to draw it his knife. It was so funny. It was so funny. Okay, so I accidentally killed a squirrel. Um, found another deer, successfully killed it, wanted to bring a whole deer back for Pearson, also saw pretty horses, deer acquired, got ambushed and murdered by O'Driscoll's who took my deer and wolf pelt, the fucking assholes. Tried to hunt another deer by camp, killed a cougar instead after I failed to save the guy from it. Oops. (laughs) Oh, here's the best part. Here's the absolute best part. Accidentally ran over some guy's sheep. Which made him chase me, so I had to kill him, and ended up killing his horse too, because I'm a terrible shot. <laughs> so I got lots of compliments on my cougar, though, which was my main goal. <laughs> was it Karen or Sadie that was just standing there staring at you? It was Sadie. Because I, I almost, Haley, it was like, you, you can't lead him into camp, you'll get in trouble if you do that. Like, you can't lead him into camp, and I was like, oh, fuck. Because I was just kind of run away from him. And so well, I had to turn around. Yeah, he followed me camp. almost all the way into camp, and so I had to turn around and shoot him. And I accidentally shot his horse, which I felt awful about. And then I was going to go, like, see the horse. I don't know. I don't know what I was going to do. I could see the spot on the, the map where the horse was because there was a little paw print. Yeah. And Haley was like, no, just go back to camp. Just go back to camp. <laughs> um, and then I turn around and Sadie is standing right there. Like, she just watched this whole thing. She's and I like, was like, what the fuck? I was like, no one tell Hosea. <laughs> <laughs> but everybody liked my cougar. They did. And I, I can't said, believe in the short time that you've played the game, like, like I've been four days, by you've been ambushed three, three times. times. <laughs> yeah. Um, I said, I'm going to end up with low honor because of stupid shit. Just watch. <laughs> um, you punched your horse yeah. on accident. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I punched my horse on accident twice. Um, and then I, um, I messaged Ray again the next day and I said, um, all I successfully 
all I did successfully tonight was win a bar fight, get kicked in the head by a wild mustang, and get mauled by wolves after I failed to shoot an elk that I found while looking for the wild Appaloosa, which I did not find. <laughs> I also killed eight O'Driscolls, but I can't claim that because I panicked and gave the controller to Haley. <laughs> yeah. It's been, been an adventure, to say the least. Yeah, so I was trying to find the wild Mustang again after she bucked me a second time, and Haley killed the O'Driscolls. No luck with the horsies, unfortunately, but found Dreamcatchers and Red Raspberries. So, <laughs> Both of which I have not found in the game before, so... <laughs> I'm like still like finding new things that I haven't seen or experienced before, which shows like just how detailed this game is. Because this is probably like my fifth playthrough now. Yeah. Oh, and then I messaged her yesterday. I said, "This is the second time tonight I've been ambushed by O'Driscolls while trying to have just just trying to have a nice ride, and I'm sick of it." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. At this point, if someone starts yelling at you in an Irish accent, just run. <laughs> I literally got like one of those little blips where it's like, "Here's a stranger encounter," and I could hear someone talking with an Irish accent, and I was like, "Nope." <laughs> Go the other way next time. It was Run in Valentine. <laughs> it was okay. Actually, it was the same day that I got ambushed by the O'Driscolls the second time because I was mm. leaving Valentine. Oh yeah, who's after like the night out you? with Benny, and I could hear. Well, they were. It was like a couple of them harassing some dude off behind the auction place. Oh yeah, they're, he- they're robbing him. You yeah, can intervene. And Last I time I tried like, to intervene, I got low honor because I had to shoot them because <laughs> they shot at me. It makes no sense. But yeah, I was like, oh, there's O'Driscolls over there. I gotta avoid. I'm gonna avoid them. Don't want to deal with that. And then I got fucking ambushed and murdered. So yeah, but yeah, I like what I did. I had the great so observation fun. the other night. It's like. We were talking about how much we both love Hosea and like how wonderful Hosea is. He's so sweet. I love him. And then like I was like like it's kind of frustrating that like everyone follows Dutch so blindly when Hosea is like clearly like so good even like he does he does crime and stuff, but he's like a good guy. He's, He's a con Ish. man. But he's like, not like a but killer, you know. Yeah, but he's got like he's got like a sweet side, and he's, you know, he's like the. Grandpa. And then I realized it's because Hosea's like the mom who like you can always depend on her their love and affection. Like they everyone can always depend on Hosea to be like a steady supporting presence in camp. And then Dutch is the dad that like. He's like the deadbeat dad that the kids want to win the approval of all the time. And that's why everyone is like, Dutch, Dutch, look what I did. Dutch, help me with this. Dutch, I got a plan. Dutch, look, you know. <laughs> Dutch is the one with the plan. Exactly. Yeah, the Dutch is the one with the plan. Plan. <laughs> Quotation, Quotation marks. But yeah, I thought that was, I had a, I thought that was an interesting observation that I had. That host, it's like, it's like you and me and Chloe. Haley's been home a lot lately, so she's been spending a lot of time with Chloe, so she is no longer a novelty. <laughs> and so then I come home, and Chloe's like, you're home, and wants to play, and gets all excited, and it's because I'm dad. <laughs> I, I go to work in the morning, I come home at night, and so I'm not there the entire day, so I am no longer novel. Exactly. <laughs> I'm no longer interested, or I'm, or Haley's no longer novel. I'm the novel one, because I'm gone most of the day. So... Yeah. But yeah, that's that's Dutch and Hosea. Basically, yeah. <laughs> Hosea is mom and Dutch is the deadbeat dad. Basically, yeah. I was just walking around camp and Dutch is like, You're gonna betray me, Arthur. Yeah, I that know happened it. To me and the I was like, Fucking douchebag. 
Why would you just say that? Why would you say that to me? Also, I beat Mary Beth at Domino's. So. Yep. Nice. <laughs> I just followed where it was like, you I'm, could put a thing here. I think it was mostly luck, though. I beat Lenny at Five Finger Filet. <laughs> I feel like that's not quite as hard. <laughs> that's that's tricky. about timing buttons, isn't it? Yeah, but like once you get like past the first part, it starts like switching the sequences at the oh. end, and it gets tricky. <laughs> I I've only played Domino so far. I know in order to get 100%, which is the goal that I have set for my very first playthrough because I'm insane, um, I have to play all the games. It, I don't have to win. I just have to play. <laughs> I think you have to play blackjack or poker for a mission don't you poker yeah yeah i'm trying to remember so there's dominoes five finger fillet poker what else is there blackjack is that different than poker mm-hmm. and i think there's one there's one other game <laughs> i've never played but either, i can't remember so. what it is um Yeah, I don't remember. know the difference between poker and blackjack. I know they are different, but seeing as I don't know the rules of either game, I don't know how they differ. <laughs> Look, we grew up Mormon. Yeah. Poker was a no-no. 